Welcome to episode four of the Disciple Making Disciples podcast conversations. We're excited to change gears a little bit this week, and we're bringing you an interview with our friends Steve Dingelein and Cameron Wellborn. Some of you may not even have the privilege yet of meeting Cameron. Uh, Cameron has joined Northwest through this past year. And so if you've not been out here, you may not have gotten the chance to meet him yet, but he's oftentimes helping out with our live stream and pro presenter and sound. And uh, we are so grateful for Cameron joining our church family uh, during this season. And Steve has been a longtime uh, member of our church family, has served on our elder team. And um, we're going to hear from them how disciple making has begun to take shape in their relationship through the life group setting. Um, some of what has happened as they... Cameron joined the Dingledine Life Group and then as other things have happened and we wanted you to hear how some of the things that we've begun talking about with Robin um, are playing out in natural rhythms of life and and ministry together as a church family. So uh, without further ado, here's a conversation, uh, not a prescription of this is how it always happens, but just an example of how it is happening in the life of Northwest Community Church. So here's Ryan, Steve, and Cameron. Ryan. I'm the Life Groups Pastor at Northwest. My name is Steve Dingledine. Um, I am an attendee and a member at Northwest. Uh, my name is Cameron Wellborn. I'm an attendee at Northwest. Nice. Well, so the reason that we wanted to have this conversation is because, um, you know, we've been talking about being a church of disciples that make disciples, and you know, a lot of people have kind of given us the the feedback like you know what the heck is that what does it mean to be a disciple and probably more often recently people have asked us what does it mean to make a disciple like if we I might know what it looks like to be a disciple but how do we how do we make a disciple and so um yeah having the chance to sort of get to know Cameron and get to know Steve and and know Steve for a long time but and see kind of what God has done uh, in in Cameron and then in in y'all's relationship um, I think that's just a great example of the type of thing that we're hoping is going to happen all throughout the church. So, yeah, thank you guys for being here and for sharing a little bit. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Nice. Well, so the first question I want to ask is, um, really for both of you, like, can you just kind of briefly describe what your spiritual upbringing was like? So I grew up uh, in a Christian family. Um both of my parents uh, knew the Lord uh, relatively young in, in um, their own lives. And so um, for, our, for our family, it was very typical to be uh, seen at church Sunday morning, even Sunday evenings. Um, we would attend Wednesday, Wednesday youth groups. Um, and so for me, it was, um, it was just part of my upbringing. Um, I was also homeschooled uh, up until high school, um, and so my parents were even intentional around, um, you know, the, the education background um, with a Christian worldview um, and those types of things. So um, definitely fortunate to grow up um, going to church, learning about the Lord. Um, yeah. Cam, what about for you? So I kind of grew up in a Catholic family. Um, I don't really remember going to church now I was very young like around but then my parents kind of split and we moved to 
we moved back to my, my mom's family's house, or my mom's family in Charleston, where we lived, where we were going to Catholic school. So with the Catholic school for a year, I would say that's my first memories of, I guess, the Christian faith was going to Catholic school. After college, or after high school, kind of got away from my faith, and I didn't really say it. So I wasn't really following the Christian ways, per se. And I wasn't, like, doing bad stuff. I just wasn't, like, trusting in God or trying to live out a Christian life. And then until, like, back in 2020 when I when I decided to change and I'll stop living a hypocritical life and start, you know, actually trusting in God and making my faith more priority and living as a Christian going forward. Cool, yeah. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, what time of year was it? Was it pre-pandemic, post-pandemic that you decided, it, you made this decision yeah, that you want to get more... I think it was like in January, so it was pre, but COVID was a thing, just not as, it hadn't gotten big yet. Okay. And then when they, so I, I made, I started, made the decision to like try and find a church, but I wasn't really looking too hard because, you know, there's, there's no urgency. And then in March, it kind of got urgent because that's when the, the, the shutdowns were happening and. I was getting tired of being alone and stuff like that. So like, uh, so I kind of made it more of a priority to find a church home per se. And can you tell us? I mean, can you tell us a little bit more about like what was it? Was there anything that kind of triggered like saying, "Hey, I really want to find a, a church now"? Or what else was kind of going through your mind? So, I've always considered myself a Christian, but I would say I never really. Never really thought too much about what it meant to be a Christian and, you know, how does that... So if you... So, like, when you become a Christian, there's supposed to be, like, a, a separation between your past and your future self, right? Because in the past, you may, maybe you're doing you're doing things and you're doing... I don't say bad things, but maybe you weren't following, you know, all the, I guess, the Christian ways and mm-hmm. and then there should be going forward you should look your life should look differently than before you, before so there was to me there's no separation between i became a christian and, and how i was living my future so that's kind of what i wanted to stop being a hypocrite i wanted to stop doing i guess the bad things and start living with trust and faith in god and christ yeah, so maybe like, when you say hypocrite, it's maybe not so much that you're living this like intense double life where right, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was more kind of like... More like, I call myself a Christian, I believe in Christ, but I want to, but I haven't really put my, my full trust in him, kind of. Yeah, and maybe like yeah. I haven't seen my wife, my wife doesn't maybe, hasn't maybe shown the, or, or if, the effects of that. Right, you can't really, or if you were looking at the way I was living my life, maybe you couldn't tell I was a Christian. Yeah. That's right. Cool. And so what were your, when you first, so how'd you find Northwest? Did you like just Google for like churches or how, how did that happen? It's kind of funny. Um, so I was go- at a pool party with some friends and they live, they live in Cary at the time. And I asked them, Hey, so do you know of any good churches around here? And they mentioned that they had some friends that went to the church at Panther Creek High School. So when I got home, I Googled, you know, Panther Creek High School Church and it was Northwest. But that was like when I stopped going to Panther <laughs> Creek. I'm really, I'm really kind of surprised and glad that came up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess like on the website it says like you know yeah. Panther Creek. Right. <laughs> okay, and then what was your? 
So then you showed up. What was it like the first time you showed up? So I think I put my email on the like the contact email list on the website, and I think David he reached out. We had lunch, and then he put my name on the email list, and then I got an email saying that y'all are building a stage. <laughs> so. <laughs> I signed up for it. Oh, sure. I'll, I'll help out with the stage. <laughs> so that was the first time I kind of, I guess, came into contact with Northwest as a, as a community was helping build this stage. Nice. Yeah. So I think the first time I met Cameron was when, I forget it was David or somebody who told me like, oh, there's a, there's a guy who's, who's new, who's a visitor, and he's interested in a, in a life group. And so I was like, okay, I'll try to help him get plugged in or something. And so, yeah, my, the life group Lindsay and I go to is the one led by Stephen Winnie Dingledine, and we've been a part of that group for a long time. And so, um, and I, I guess my first thought was like, well, you know, all of us are, are married with young kids. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be really uh, not the most exciting place for, a, <laughs> for like a, a single guy to, to join. Um, That's all right. But, <laughs> but so, Steve, can you like... Uh, like I remember we talked about like okay Cameron's gonna come and stuff. What was what was uh, what was kind of your thought process when he because so because Cameron came to life group for the first time and I feel like it wasn't awkward. Well, maybe it was a little bit awkward. It was when you have a new maybe person. not for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so what what was what did it feel like first from your oh, perspective just, the first time you came to? Well, first you you had Ryan you had sent me. Cameron's name and number and had right. said, hey, he's interested in life groups. Um, you're, you were living in Durham. You still live in Durham. Um, Wendy and I live in Durham as well. So from a geography standpoint, that was one of the things that we were thinking, oh, well, it's right down the road from Cameron. This might be a good fit for, for him. Um, we were also wondering, you know, I don't, maybe, maybe he won't like to be in a group where there's a bunch of kids and, and those types of things. And I, and I think I called you um, just to say hey and, and introduce who I was, um, let you know a little bit about our life group, some of the, you know, where we met, when we met, um, some of what we were doing as a life group. And I remember kind of making sure that you knew there were, there were kids, there were a lot of kids, There's quite a few kids. and, and, um, you know, our, our group does have, uh, people that, um, everybody else is married, but, but at the same time, we really wanted you to come and check it out so that, um, you know, there are different life groups at Northwest, um, where you can kind of find, find what really works well. And yeah, you, you were brave. You said, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, <laughs> no, no harm in, in coming to check it out. Right. Right. <laughs> and so Cam, what was that like for you when you show up and you're like, okay, when they say kids, they didn't mean like three kids. <laughs> they meant like, they meant like 15, uh, no, it's not true. Five kids just, just on Steve and Wendy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, it wasn't bad. I mean, so I my mom has a big family, so whenever we have family gatherings, I'm kind of used to like this lots of kids just running around. So, nice. Yeah. And what are you thinking? Like, what's kind of going through your mind during those first few life group meetings or something? Or, um... so I guess my personality is more of an introvert, so I don't really like speaking in front of people I don't really know well. So, um. <laughs> So I guess uh, whenever, so I guess, uh, hold on. And then, yeah, we go around and like have everybody have a chance to share. Right, everybody has a chance to share and then like, so Cameron, do you have anything to share? Like, 
No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I think there's one time um, we were praying, and Steve asked, "Hey, Cameron, you want to want to pray for us?" Like, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely put you on the spot. Right. Yeah. I think I remember that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we we I remember we try to we try to have good snacks if there's a visitor coming right. so that you know we can we can rope you in uh, <laughs> by at least having good snacks. Good snacks, yeah. From your perspective, so Cameron's getting he's getting involved. He's uh, he's come a few times, and I know as a life group leader, you know you helping people grow in their relationship with Christ, um, grow as disciples. That's something that you that you really think about. And so what was your, as you're thinking about how you can kind of come alongside Cameron and sort of help him and, and, and encourage him, what was your, I mean, yeah, what, what are you thinking? What was your approach to that? What were you maybe praying about or um, thinking about or? So I think for, for me, part of it was just getting to know you, Cameron. Um, like even, even that first, that first phone call, um, I think I had, had asked you just questions about your your work and, and just different hobbies or interests. Um, I love to get to know new people. I'm a little bit different than, mm-hmm. than how you describe yourself. Um, I'm a little bit more of an extrovert. Um, I do enjoy meeting people, um, some, even, even for the first time and building new relationships. Um, so it was, it was just kind of learning a little bit about your yourself, your background, some of your hobbies, um, and then even um, even after that first night of life group, um, I think maybe I had called or texted you and just said like, "Hey, how'd it go? Or did did, did you have fun? Or did you enjoy it? Are you going to come back? Because um, you never really know when, when somebody's checking out your life group. What you know? Are they going to continue to come? And you said, I think you had said, "Yeah, it was great. Um, I plan to come back." So. Um, I think for the first few weeks, um, just really enjoyed getting to know you and asking questions about, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of, some of your background, um, and then just, just learning where are you at, um, in your spiritual journey? Cause, um, as we've been talking about, we know everybody has a different background. Everybody has different experiences, um, and just kind of, as you were comfortable to kind of open up and share, um, different parts of, of your story and your um, experience with um, with God and exploring the Christian faith, um, it was it was kind of neat to to just understand um, a little bit more insight into where you've been, where you're at today, and what some of those motivations were for finding Northwest and even jumping into community, um, and then starting to look at okay, um, you've you've kind of verbally said you, you want to, to take your walk more seriously and grow in your walk, um, and then starting to um, take some steps to do that through just more intentional conversations and, and spending time together. Well, and so when you're thinking about, okay, there's a guy who wants to, so you mentioned like conversations and spending time together, and what did you guys, at the beginning of that process, like what were you, so what were you thinking about doing? I feel like that's a question that a lot of people have asked, like, okay, yeah, I want to, I want to help somebody grow, but what do I do, um, like very practically? So, what do you, what is, you, you know, what types of stuff have you guys been doing together? I mean, kind of right. not just the, not just the. So I think the first thing stuff. we started doing was we started watching, going through all the Marvel movie 
all the Marvel movies <laughs> from start to finish in chronological order. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, so so if you want to disciple someone, bring them in with Marvel movies, and then you can sprinkle in some of the gospel throughout. <laughs> so, so, so I've heard so far, snacks. That you snacks. <laughs> Watch the Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so from... I'll back up a little bit. I think some of it was um, when we were hanging out, uh, just some of the men from Life Group, um, Cameron, I think I think what you had even kind of shared with the guys was just with everything going on uh, with COVID, um, just finding that like you were still just seeking community that really right. felt a sense of, of loneliness. Um, and... Um, you know, that is, it's very different than how the Dingledine house and our family has experienced COVID <laughs> where we're stuck together and there's all kinds of things happening all the time. And, and so since we were already kind of hanging out in our, our limited group of, of a bubble, um, I remember saying like, Hey, you know, would, would you be up for coming over and hanging out more if that's something you want to do? And that's kind of where we did start talking about, um, watching Marvel movies yeah. and, and um, our kids are getting older, and, and so it would even be some of the first time that, that they have seen uh, some of those um, Marvel movies. Uh, and so, so we were able to really hit it off on just kind of the, the friendship level of like, hey, we, we both enjoy these things, let's do it. Um, and, and that was pretty neat. But, but from a more intentional spiritual side, um, again, also some of the guys were talking about, you know, what are, what are things that we're doing uh, to sharpen each other, to grow in our walk. And I think we had um, started talking about um, the disciplines of a godly man, um, reading through that book. Um, that is, that's a tremendous resource if anyone's looking for um, discipleship material, um, just because it talks through so many unique topics that we know are um, applicable to men. And when we look at what, what does it look like for a godly man, um, what are the principles to, to live out. Um, there's a lot of really heavy topics in that book. And so we started just kind of going through chapter by chapter. Um, I think it was you, me, Eric, and Ryan, you had started meeting with us um, for a little bit. And, and that was really where we started to get um, a lot deeper in those yeah. kind of conversations. Okay, so meetings and is that like a I guess we were meeting once a week or once every couple of weeks or something? Yeah, it was um, once a week, usually um, meeting outdoors uh, for lunch somewhere. Yep. Okay. And what are, so the Disciplines of a Godly Man, um, yeah, that's a book that I think, you know, several people in our, in our church have, have read before or been a little bit familiar with. What are some of the, can you imagine, what are some of the concepts in, in that book? Like, what are some of these disciplines? I guess, like, yeah, they're, it's broken up into different sections, but a lot of them are around um, disciplines around uh, purity, uh, disciplines around um, marriage, uh, fatherhood, or and husbandry. Um, like animal husbandry? Animal <laughs> husbandry. How to raise cows? How to raise cows. <laughs> Slash boys. <laughs> uh, um and then there were different spiritual disciplines around prayer, worship, fasting, mind. Yeah. We didn't we didn't finish it yet. No, we we <laughs> we're halfway we made through. it. We made it uh, quite a bit through, but we definitely we hit a stall a couple of months back. Um, but we made it. Yeah, we made it over halfway. 
that's what I remember. Because, um, like you said, we were. I was. I was doing that with y'all for for a little bit, and um, I remember. Like when I think of the disciplines of a godly man, I think about yeah, Bible reading, prayer, fasting, kind of these things that you do. And one thing I really appreciate about that book was that it talked a lot about not just kind of the habits, but you know things like they're just kind of an approach to life, like character yeah. attributes, like purity, or like what it looks like to be a, a good father or or a good husband or things like that. Yeah. So. It was definitely a great resource because we probably wouldn't have just casually started talking about all of those subjects. Um, no. But I, I do think because we were able to, to talk through some of those, it allowed for, it allowed me to just open up about, um, you know, some of my past and how, you know, the Lord has, has worked in me in each of those different areas. Um, and I think that, hopefully just by, by talking about it as a group and we had already been spending time together and, and with the other guys in life group, um, that kind of gave you the, the freedom to feel comfortable, to open up and really be vulnerable about, um, you know, some pretty deep topics. Yeah. And so Cameron, what was your experience as you're going through this book? And so now you're, so you're, you're in, you're you're getting involved in community. You're building the stage. Mm-hmm. You know you're uh, you're coming on Sunday morning. Uh, you're watching Marvel movies <laughs> with this house, this crazy house full of kids. And then uh, what, like what what was your and, and so now you're starting to do this like you're reading this book and um, mm-hmm. like what was that what was that like for you? Uh, uh, do you remember when you started when, when we started meeting for lunch once a week like? And some of those topics and things that we were discussing. Vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so I guess just getting involved was like, I just like, I wanted to, like I mentioned, I was looking for community. So it was exactly what I was looking for. Like this, be, uh, joining a community, growing and going with it and helping others grow as well and growing as myself. And then... You know, that book helped a lot because, um, so, um, I don't really have a close relationship with my, with my father, my, with my dad, so I never really had someone who was there kind of guiding me, made me, like, tell me what, what, it, what, it's, like, what it's like to be a Christian or how, how to live a life as a godly man. I never really had that role model, per se, so, mm-hmm. the, so the book really helped out because it kind of goes through all those aspects, like Steve was saying, like the aspects of, you know, purity and mind and discipline and how to live that in your in your life as a Christian. Um, so that really helped out a lot. And then meeting weekly with the, you know, with the guys to discuss it helped as well because, I mean, y'all are a little older than me, so y'all, so it's not like, you're like a couple years older, so it's not like, um so it's like I had, I guess, um, people to look up to and kind of not really role model but kind of use as a guide on what it means to be a, a godly man um and then have, watching the Marvel movies with the Dingle Dines and all the kids uh, that was interesting I mean <laughs> I enjoyed it <laughs> it definitely um made my quiet life more Loud? How More noisy. <laughs> More noisy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I think I remember you uh, describing you you saying that one of your kids uh, has like an incredible Hulk personality. So uh, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's right. <laughs> and what about so during this time you're getting involved, Cameron, and you're you're starting to read through this book. You're getting around some guys that you know in different ways. You like you're learning a couple things from or something, and then maybe that need for uh, for a community mm-hmm. is is being is being met a little bit. Right. And like, what what are you doing as a result of this? Like, what are you doing, kind of, uh, in your like in your your personal life as far as like, are you like reading or, or applying some of this stuff? Because I know, like, from the very beginning, like you were you were asking me about you know questions about the Bible and yeah. stuff like that. So I think I decided to start reading the Bible all the way through. But the first, I think I instead of starting from the beginning, I started with. Um, John and then read through John and Acts. I remember talking to you about a couple a couple passages in those those uh, those books, and then the New Year started, and then I started doing a me and the Dingle Dice started doing the annual reading plan. So I've been going through that. So right now I'm in Second Second Kings, Second Kings. Yeah. So I made it through all the way from you know from Genesis to Second Kings and plan to finish that out this year so yeah so after you know when I'm not in the, in the groups you know I'm trying to you know I read the Bible in the mornings or I try to when I wake up on time sure. um, I listen to the podcast I've been um, I think Ryan you talked you told me about the Bible project a couple months ago and I've been just listening to those and watching those videos on YouTube and stuff like that well it helps a lot and then yeah just Reading the Bible, watching YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, just trying to, I guess, grow my knowledge and grow my faith. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we had um, started that reading plan together. It was, um, we have slightly different reading plans. Mm -hmm. So um, the reading plan that I'm on, it's like a chunk of Old Testament and then a small chunk of New Testament broken up into the different reading plans and yours I think is just all the way straight through and so it's it's kind of fun because when we still get together and and talk about you know what we're reading about you're you're a little bit just a little bit farther ahead (laughs) so you're always saying oh I just read about this and I'm like oh I mean I know about it but don't don't ruin it you know it's what's gonna happen and no it's it's really been fun we've been able to just debrief on some of those things um we also we also been just talking about things like um, running uh, together, and so we've had some additional time on some of those runs to just talk about, you know, man, isn't it isn't it so neat the story um, in Judges about all these different crazy things that happen? Maybe um, there's not a lot of sermons that are generally preached on these obscure passages in the Book of Judges, but it's been really fun to just kind of debrief and talk through like all these different Old Testament stories, but then also to to kind of reflect and, and just say like, you know, so, so what does this, what does this mean? Or what is, um, what is God's word kind of revealing to you that, um, you didn't know before? And, right. um, you know, the old Testament again is, is full of some really unique passages and things like that. Um, but it's been, it's been a lot of fun to just kind of, um, as I've gone through and, and been rereading a lot of these old stories that, um, you know, you've read at some point, but it's been a while and you don't know some of these obscure passages super well, um, to just spend a little bit of time talking through those and, and asking questions too. Um, and even I, I still have questions about random passages that are like, yeah, I'm going to have to go back and study that a little bit more. That's really interesting. 
it's I think it's a little intimidating when there's somebody who is starting to dig into the Bible for the first time mm-hmm. and is reading the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. Because then the camera comes to you with all these questions about, like, so in Leviticus, what's this yeah, thing? Yeah, we have to follow these rules? Like, yeah, it, it's like, okay. <laughs> what's a burn <laughs> offering? What's a burn <laughs> offering? How is that different from my wave offering? And, <laughs> and, and, uh, and then you really have to kind of, you have to like be able to, you have to think through and like, okay, that's not a question I've thought about for a long time. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's really interesting kind of getting to experience the, the Bible through, kind of from the eyes of somebody who's, I don't know, had, had, you, had you read the Bible before or? You know, I've never read it fully, but I've definitely, you know, read it before. Like, and also, I mean, I know like the big stories from, you know, going to church and when I was younger, like I, I've heard of, you know, Daniel and, and the lion's pit and like all the, the major, like, like the stories that you learn about in vacation, in um, like um, vacation youth, Bible youth group school, or vacation yeah. Bible school, yeah, so those stories. But I never really took the time to fully read all the way through or do a deep dive on particular passages or guest messages before. Cool. And what are, I mean, for both of you, and yeah, if y'all have any other, I would hear anything else that you want to share or questions or things like that. Like, how have, what type of growth have, what has God done in you? What type of growth have you seen? What types of things have you learned? Really for both of you, uh, kind of during, during this year, spending this time together and then just uh, in the word and stuff like that. Yeah, so I'm not really sure about growth, but I do have somewhat of an anxious personality. So I guess reading through the Bible and going through it is making me, making me be more trusting in God and that, you know, you know, he's in control that there is there is a plan but it's not and it's a plan you know for good um that you know that we have a purpose and then yeah just being able to i guess walk in that plane without questioning as much because i'm always going to have questions because that's just how I, my personality is but being more trusting and more open to i guess god's god's will Yeah, I think that when when we talk about what it means to make disciples um, and what, is a, what does a disciple look like, someone who loves, trusts, and obeys Jesus, um, it's been, I think it's been great, um, you know, Cameron, as you've shared, like, you know, trusting more in God and then the response in that, which is, what does God's word say? And then how do we obey that? Like, what mm-hmm. does that, what does that look like? Um, and so I know, you know, for me, it's, it's, um, it's an encouragement in my walk to, to spend time talking about God's truths. Um, so many times, Cameron, I'm sure you've heard me say, as I'm, as I'm talking about something, I'm usually admitting to you, like, I know this to be true and I need to apply this more in my life. And so, you know, just the, just having knowledge of, you know, what God's word says still, um, as I'm continuing to pursue the Lord and, and also strive to obey and apply God's right. word, you know, as you know, all, all different areas of life and, and parenting and, and work and all those different things. Um, you know, God's still working in me. I've not arrived at all. So we, we talk about what that process of sanctification looks like and how God uses just all different things in our life, um, in our parenting and our marriages, um, through 
challenges uh, what that looks like. So it's, it is still encouraging for sure, uh, for me to, to be talking about these things and, and, um, and seeing how God's using them to continue to grow me. And Steve, like, what have you kind of seen in Cameron during this time? Like, how have you sort of seen, because Cameron, you were saying, like, uh, um, you know, I don't know that you've grown, like, if there's been growth, but then you mentioned kind of the anxiety aspect and, like, mm-hmm. learning to trust in God. And, you know, I think when I hear that, I think, yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely growth, kind of, like, going from being more anxious, I have to figure everything out on my own, I have to be right. in control of my own life, to having some of that peace that comes with trusting that, you know, God has a plan. He will guide me. I have to follow him and, um, and he'll work everything out. Like, so I think that's an example of growth that I've seen. Um, like see what else have you kind of maybe seen in, in Cameron during that time? I, you know, I think, I think some of it is just, um, your, your approach to, some life circumstances that had been coming your way. Um, and I think knowing how God has allowed you to seek out Christian community and, you know, as we've kind of talked about, like really holding fast to some principles that now, as you just kind of shared a little bit earlier on, um, you know, talking through some challenges in your past with your dad and, Mm -hmm. and looking at, um, now being able to walk through some of these things in your life, um, and being able to hold on to the truths that you know, again, God loves you. He is, he is with you. And, um, and some of what we've been talking about, I think for me has, has really been able to stand out how you've been processing some of the current things going on in your life. I think some of those things out to me, I remember a conversation when we were uh, we were moving, like I, I was buying a couch and you like yeah. went with me to, to pick it up and bring it back. And, uh, and we were just talking, we talked about like movies and, and like fantasy novels and stuff like that. <laughs> and then, uh, but, and we also, one of the things we talked about was like, you know, what does the Bible say about dating? What does the Bible say right, about yeah. like marriage? And so I think it's such a uh, interesting thing and it's such a cool thing how when you start to trust God, okay, God does have a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that helps, helps us kind of have more peace in our in our life and then you when you encounter these different things okay you know what does God's word say about about dating what does God's word say about marriage what does God's word say about um about you know kind of when your dad reaches back out to you or something like that you know how do you how do you respond and I think it's been cool for me to see like that eagerness not just to kind of learn more knowledge about you know the wave offerings, but how to apply offerings. Right. But yeah, what does that look like? How do you apply that to these very practical things that come up mm-hmm. in everyday life? What do you guys think you've learned about, as we as a church think about what it looks like to make disciples? Is there anything that you think you've learned that you might say, yeah, want to share with with others? Yeah, I guess for me, at least, I've always thought of, never always heard the word discipleship. I've always thought of someone like, you know, teaching someone like a student. Like, yeah, there's a teacher, there's a student, there's a clear, there's a, there's a clear, um, oh, what's the Like word? a distinction between, like, distinction between student and yeah. teacher and hi- hi- hierarchy. Um, but, like, I guess 
if you if you call me and Stanley doing this discipleship, then that's more like a like a maybe like a maybe a friendship or maybe like Steve has some more advanced knowledge. So not he's not really a teacher, but he's more like he's a peer with um more wisdom than I have or <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm trying to say here, but it's more life experience and so, and yeah, and it's it's yeah. less of a teaching student and it's more of a I would say like I was like an older brother, younger brother kind of relationship. Yeah, per se. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you mentioned like the you'll get together to read a book read a book and get together to talk about it, and that's maybe a little bit that's about maybe as formal as it's been. Yeah, at, at times. But I mean, you guys mentioned a lot of this has come a lot of these conversations have come, you know, Cameron's you're reading the Bible yourself mm-hmm. and then, you know, then you're going swimming together. Have you done swimming? Yeah, swimming. You've done. You've gone swimming together. You've you know gone on runs together. You've been lifting weights together. You've been watching Marvel movies. You've been helping people move their couches. Right. Uh, yeah. Going on bike rides and things like that. And a lot of it has just kind of been, you know, maybe you spend like maybe you spend a couple hours together, and it may sometimes you get together for for an evening or something, and there's no there's not like any official you don't pull out the bible there's no study guide yeah there's no study guide there's not like okay now so now we're going to get into the content right um and maybe you don't do that at all and maybe sometimes you go on like a like we played pickleball for 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 an hour or so you know last week and Mm -hmm. and then yeah there's maybe five minutes of of time where we're or you know how are you doing what are you thinking about yeah and you asked me about uh, about creation and evolution or something, mm-hmm. and we talked about that some. I forget if I brought that up or if you brought that up. I I don't know how it came up. <laughs> <laughs> but and 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 that's just kind of that it wasn't like a, it wasn't like in a classroom right. or, or this very structured thing. It happens like naturally, I guess. Yeah, well, that's a good word to use. Naturally. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't forced. It didn't feel yeah. awkward or anything like that. I think. What's, what's been kind of neat, too, is just how, you know, obviously the Lord was leading you to, to look into Christian community, but you've also kind of done your job to place yourself into that community and, and being in, engaged in life group and meeting with some of the other guys like Ryan and, and all these other things, um, I think has definitely just helped as you continue to, it's not like it's just me that's um, speaking truth into your life or talking about some of these biblical principles. Um, so I think that's been pretty cool to see as well. Well, you know, one thing we talk about, um, as I know that David and Matt and I have talked about a good bit, is that when we think about what we want for, again, it's not what we want from people, it's what we want for people. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not like we want, okay, here's the, here's a standard and everybody, you know, we want everybody to live up to the standard so the God's not going to be mad at you. It's more like, you know, like when I'm, when I think about my, my daughters or something, like I want my daughters to learn how to ride a bike. It's not because I'm like, you know, you, like you better do this or else, but it's like, no, I want you to, it's fun to ride a bike. I, I want that for you to learn, to be able to do that. I want you to be able to experience the, the joy of, of being able to do that. And when we think about what we want for the people in our church, whether it's ourselves or our, our wives or our families or people who have been um, who have been in the church for a long time or people who are new or or also I mean even people who are 
maybe don't even know the Lord yet that are in the surrounding communities and neighborhoods, there's kind of three three phrases that come to mind, and those are uh, open Bible, open life, and open faith. So open Bible, open life, and open faith. And open Bible just meaning that we have that people are reading the Bible, that you have your Bible open and you're and you're you're reading it yourself. And you're asking questions, you know, what does this mean? How do I apply this? Um, and, and talking about it. So open Bible. And I guess not just we're, we're listening to sermons. We're reading, we're reading books like Disciplines of a Godly Man. But, you know, maybe most importantly, that we, we're reading the Bible for ourselves. And we're learning and applying it um, for ourselves. And then secondly, uh, open life. Like the idea that we're not, that we're, this isn't just a classroom setting where you come in, you kind of, you come and you go and you don't really open up to people around you, but you're, you're getting to know each other on, on bike rides or, um, or playing pickleball or, or hanging out and watching TV or something. And you're sharing things like, you know, relationship with your family or, mm-hmm. um, kind of difficulties at work or, or stuff like that. We're being honest with each other about, um, you know, not just the, the good things. And this goes both ways. Like, I love how you guys talked about this, that it's not like Steve saying we have all the answers. There's questions that come up and you're like, man, I really don't, I'm really not sure about that. And, um, you know, Steve, you and Wendy, one thing I really appreciate about you guys as leaders is that you guys are willing to say, like, okay, here's here's some struggles that we've been having. And this is a challenge. Like, you, we really need you guys to pray for us about, about this. It's not like, oh, well, they're perfect. And so mm-hmm. we, you know, we have to, I wish we were like that. Um, but yeah, that, that open life where we're being transparent about our, our weaknesses, about our sin struggles, about uh, things that are stressing us out, about victories, about things that are hard, all that. And then uh, thirdly, like uh, open open faith. So open Bible, uh, open life, and then open faith. The idea that we're that we're not just that, that our faith is it's a it's personal in the sense that it applies to me individually. But it's not private in the sense that you know I, I'm, I'm I'm hiding it or you know I, it's not something I talk with others about. That we're intentionally looking for uh, opportunities to share what we're learning um, from the Bible or in conversation with others, uh, the ways that we're growing. That we're sharing that with people that are new to the church. We're sharing that with you know, like when we go on a on a, on a trip uh, uh, and we're hanging out with with friends that maybe know Jesus maybe maybe don't um, we're we're being intentional about about sharing those things not because we're just trying to convert people but because you know we're, we're experiencing we're experiencing the blessings of of knowing God and we want others again we want that for other people too and I think I've seen all three of those um, and, and again it's not at all like Cameron was just some like deadbeat drug dealer, <laughs> and, and and now he's you know. I mean, y'all don't know that. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> um, I know you're you're a, you're work, you had a good job and you were you know life was was going was going fairly decently, um, but as we do experience those those little changes where it's okay, I used to be more anxious and now I'm learn to trust God and learn to be in community and, and ask questions and stuff like that. It, you know, we want that for the people around us too. And so we're, we're not just keeping it to ourselves. And yeah, I think I, I see that each of those elements, um, in, 
in what's been happening in our life group and especially kind of in as you guys have been been growing together so yeah thank you all for taking the time and sharing and kind of having this conversation yeah thank you yeah We are so grateful for Steve and Cameron sharing with us on some of their journey of what it is looking like to learn to trust, love, and obey Jesus. We want to remind you this is not a prescription. They didn't just give us the formula. Not everybody has to go pick up the Marvel movie series and find some random person to watch with you and then it's going to turn into a Bible study. That's just how it worked for them. And one of the things that we think is critical in understanding what it looks like to be disciple-making disciples is there's not necessarily one formula, program, or place that it happens, but it happens in all of life. And so we are grateful for this testimony, this example of what that's looked like for these guys. And we hope it'll inspire you and encourage you and challenge you in what it looks like in your life. If you've been challenged or you have questions or you're still really confused about what this all means, um, we are excited to engage those conversations. That's somewhat the whole point of this format is not to tell you all the answers and how it's all figured out, but to invite you to flesh this out with us. Um, you don't have to be on the recording, um, but your questions and your feedback and your input will help us continue to use this as well as our other avenues of communication and growth as a church family to learn together and to grow together and to trust, love, and obey Jesus together. So thank you for those of you that have already given us feedback, the suggestions of other conversations we might have in this format. We're looking forward to those. Uh, and we hope you'll tune in as we continue these conversations next week. Be sure to send us feedback at info at northwestlife.org. And we'll look forward to talking with you again soon.